<laughs> All right, so, uh, dude, if we're going to just kind of jump right in, can I just get something off my chest, like, really quick? You know, I don't mind. Okay. Um, we're just know, recording stuff. That's it. Yeah, so. I know. It's just a show. It's so, just a show. So who cares? It's just a show with, with legions of followers hanging on on every word that that's, every. that spills out of all miles. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you know this, but our, our everything that we've said so far has been written in gold and plaqued. Like it's someone's in someone's house. Oh man, I was about ready to make a joke, but I don't want to offend. Uh, so, um, <laughs> dude, you got me off track. Oh, and we've mentioned this. Uh, <laughs> we mentioned this before, and it's it's getting closer and closer to fruition. It, it, okay, where it's going to happen. I'm kind of on the edge of my seat. I have to be honest. We 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 knew about this months ago. We were like, it it can't be, and it's like, well, maybe it won't happen. And then we're like, mm-hmm. well, it it is happening, and it's okay. it's getting closer and closer and closer. And like the Slender Man, you you're gonna run into him somewhere okay. out in the dark forest. All right. The Flash Supergirl musical has found. It's conductor and music writer. Okay, this I isn't know, a right? video. This isn't a video podcast. I just watched you sitting here watching you clenching your fists, man. Like it is. De- okay. it is you and I had this. Like, please, 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 do not let this happen. Do do not. Don't don't get cute. Okay, now I'm I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you steam here for a second. But we have to re- <laughs> we have to re- we have to remind no. our reasonableness that while. Yeah. Uh, Arrow, Flash, and Supergirl aren't necessarily our yeah. cup of sure. tea. We yeah. recognize that these are three very, very popular shows on the CW. Three very successful yeah. shows on the CW. Yeah. Let, and, let me, let me, yeah, yeah. And we just feel this is like you something they don't need to be doing. Ryan, let that steam out, man. Okay, let, man. Let, so the, let the people hear it. <laughs> well, and. And we've talked at length about this before, but, and I think, and we even, we have a fan of the show who, who contact, who reached out over Twitter and had started a nice conversation about why the CW shows mean a lot to him and his family. And there is so much validity to these shows and I'm not knocking that at all. Right? Like there is, there's a lot of validity to the flash to arrow and to Supergirl. Number one, I'm so glad that they exist in the same universes because they do they do the whole Earth one, Earth two um, kind of mantra, which is rad, and I'm okay with that. And they they swap in and out, and and, and that's cool, totally cool. Um, and again, saw that I see the, the see the validity for you know families being able to sit down on a weekly basis and watch some new content and absorb something that's family friendly that speaks some truth that you know has uh, that that hits um social issues uh, a little bit harder than you know than some other shows will dare to and it's a comic book show and it welcomes these ideas uh into our culture uh that that may not have existed before that may not be introduced in a different way and i think it's a really cool way to to bring those topics to light that being said, <laughs> I let it go. Let it go. Okay. If there's, if there is one thing that I cannot stand on a television show, it's a musical. 
And that's just and and I can preach. and I'm gonna cut, I'm gonna paint myself into a corner, man. No, preach. And, that, and, I'm, t- and preach. I'm fine. With, <laughs> and preach, you, brother. I'm glad preach. you're on the same. T- preach. <laughs> it's the musical. It's the musicals, and a lot of shows do this, and they do it very, very poorly. And I mean, I'm talking back to I am a super fan of Scrubs. I will rewatch those. I will rewatch episode uh, seasons one through eight. All, I just hit my mic. Seasons one through eight. I'm sling, I'm flinging over here. I'm like, yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. It, well, it, it wouldn't be a show if you know someone from Shut Up Dog Productions wasn't headbutting a mic didn't, or didn't punch the microphone, kicking a point. table, or you know, knocking <laughs> over something. You know, and there's one episode in Scrubs in the Scrubs universe that they do a musical episode. It's a full-on musical episode. Mm-hmm. And there's a, there's another, um, I think it's the same. There's two episodes that get on my nerves there and it's when Clay Aiken comes on and he sings, um, a little tune and it's really stupid and dorky and it makes me feel awkward watching it. And it's when it's when, um, there's this girl who has this like disease and all she hears everyone in a singing voice. So it's like it's actually her brain and it shows like kind of the episode through her head of seeing and hearing everybody singing. Um, And it's actually a it's actually a a common or not common, but it's a very it's a neurological disorder. It actually is a thing. Um, So anyway, they did a whole episode that way. But it's the one episode I skip every time I rewatch Scrubs because I can't stand to watch it. It's super awkward for me to watch these people singing. It's not natural. If they can't deliver lines and already these shows have dialogue in them that is very hard to deliver just speaking normally. Like these shows are, I mean, they're written okay, but they're CW shows. Like we're not talking like the Russo brothers have taken over the writing credit here. Like (laughs) they're already hard to sometimes, sometimes they're really like, okay, like you're really struggling talking about sciencey things because Tarantino is not writing the flash. I think is what you're saying. No, he's not. Anyway. So when you've got that kind of writing already, that's CW writing again, I don't want to bash on this man because it's, I know it means a lot to some folks, but when you've got that type of writing already, and then you introduce this whole dynamic of singing that really substandard writing, man, I just, uh, it's like, I'm cringe. I'm not, I haven't even watched a single episode of flash season three. I haven't watched any of the arrow new season or Supergirl new season. Um, except for if I spotted a few episodes here and there, but I'm already cringing on the inside, like thinking of this. And I know Grant Gustafson, I know he sings well. I think he was from, glee or something like that right like he was from I, another i i believe so yeah he was from or, another or, or shit he, he was from he something least, else or at least he has a background in yeah he's in, definitely got some, some chops yes but I, I, he's just that's where i'm at man like i just I, it's so tough for me to even think about and you know man i try to look on the good side of honestly like this this all this stuff because you got to give you got to sit back when you watch comic book movies and when you watch comic book television shows, you have to give a lot of mercy and a lot of grace already. Like you are suspending your disbelief pretty high by this point already. Pretty much a given, you know, you're given. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And it's like, even at that point, even if I'm giving it my all, like I'm still like, (laughs) no, please don't sing. We're we're, we're, we're talking like green lantern level suspension of disbelief at this point where it's like i really i really want to like you 
but you're making it very, very difficult for me to like you right now. Because Ryan Reynolds, as fun as he was, was no Hal Jordan. Like, it yeah, just, that's he a wasn't bad the, miscast. Very it bad, was just miscast. A bad It was a bad yeah. miscast. I mean, he was yeah. funny. He's Ryan Reynolds. I mean, he's, he's a funny dude, but in, in the wrong role, for sure. But anyway, but again, like, watching these characters look at each other and sing lines, like, I just, I have to, I'm in the corner of my own room all by myself, like, embarrassed. Like I'm embarrassed. Yeah, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think. That, well, that's a very good adjective, uh, dude. Because I I feel the same way. And while you know, again, let us let us you know reiterate that we I, do. I know. I feel do, so bad about. We do tread so. on some hallowed ground because uh, the, these shows have some very earnest fans, and yeah. we we love you, and we throw our arms around you, and this is just two guys' opinions, and. Just you know, take it as <laughs> anyway, that. And I, I know where fa- I know that people listen to the show. I know that they understand. I think they get that by now. I hope so. I hope you guys get it. You know, but but it is embarrassing. Um, it is embarrassing to it, me. It, yeah. Like I'm, that's where I'm at on it. It's tough to it's tough right. to think about. So uh, to get one other just you know nasty nasty bit uh, out of the way. <laughs> Last uh, Sunday night, not well. We're we're recording on on Monday, uh, January something. Uh, it's January twenty third is when we're recording. The two three. There we go. Uh, not Sunday the twenty second, but Sunday no. the fifteenth. Yeah. During the uh, AFC playoff game, you know everyone knows mm-hmm. uh, I'm a big football fan. Between the Steelers and the Chiefs, caught the first uh, commercial for Powerless. And again, as as much as you and I uh, have endorsed and will continue to endorse the DC EU on film, yeah, sure, we we have not made that a big secret here on this show. No, it's yeah. No, it, yeah. This is yet another. There's a couple of things I look at when I see this, and this isn't going to be a show of just all drudgery. But we got to kind of no. we got to you know. But I mean, we have to call things as we see them. And I look at this. I'm and it it looks snarky. It looks stupid. The main character is a cousin of Bruce Wayne. Essentially, the the plot is it's people who uh, exist in the DC universe, and right. yeah. they kind of they kind of clean up. I think I uh, talked about this in like episode two yeah, or three. Yeah, or something. just kind of refreshing people. Yeah, uh, yeah, Mar- yeah. Marvel did something similar uh, back in the early '90s with a title that was called Damage Incorporated, hmm. and uh, their their role was the they were hired by the city to clean up the mess that you know superheroes left behind after oh, epic okay. battles. It yeah, stunk. Right. It stunk. It was terrible. Yeah. And so I saw this commercial, it's like barely, I think, clocking in at 30 seconds. It was loud. It was brash. It was beyond, to, to use your term, it was embarrassing. Because look at this, I'm like, DC, what are you doing? You have, you know, this musical that's coming up and okay. All right. You're, you're you not going to win over okay. us. Right. Yeah. And, and now Which you have, is, you know. And now you have powerless on deck. Mm. I, I don't know, man. It just it, which is separated from everything else in the universe. It's of separated course. from everything else in the universe, and this it, as it should be, to uh, be honest, exactly. And it, this really has everything imaginable to be canceled after probably three episodes. 
Yeah, I, can, I mean, I imagine this thing going a season, thirteen episodes. I oh, think it'll go thirteen. If that. I think it'll be the, I think it'll be the longest thirteen episodes ever. <laughs> the I'll longest. catch the pilot. I, you know, I'll, I'll try to. I'll, I want to. Golly, I do not want to watch this show. Um, <laughs> I want to watch this show, and I want to not watch this show. Just the amount, just like the same amount. Like I really don't want to see this happen. And I and and. You know, someone put a clip up, I think it was uh, on Reddit somewhere, and someone put a clip up, and I just, like, I didn't watch the clip. Like, I just, I didn't even do that. I was like, it's a 30-second clip, and I'm like, I can't even bring myself like, to I can't even. But I started hitting the comments, and people were just like, this, it's just like, it's just a bunch of can't even comments of just, I, I can't, this is so hard to see, like, why, why make this decision right now? This is going to last 13 episodes, this is going to be a season run, that's it. And I texted you during this and I said, this is the, like, we have officially hit oversaturation in our comic book media. Yes. And now's the sad part. Like now's here and here's where it gets sad. And because, and it's so frustrating because like, I'm, I'm actually looking for, I've seen a few more um, promos for uh, Legion on FX. Mm-hmm. Um, and that show, and I don't know much about that series, to be honest with you. I think it looks intriguing. It looks pretty gritty. And being that it's on cable, I think they're going to be able to get away with a lot more than, than obviously your network television will be. And I think that's going to lend well to that genre and that show. Um, so I am curious. Well, and cable networks are uh, a little more gracious in terms of kind of letting things germinate. Yeah. And And not not looking for instant Uber success. We're right. like a a free network, mm-hmm. NBC, Fox, CBS, uh, free for everyone, right? It costs nothing right. to watch programming yeah. on CBS where, you know, you have to pay a cable satellite or, you know, like sling or something like that to get right. you know, cable yeah. channels. Yeah. No, it, it, you're right, dude. It, it is an oversaturation. And I think I really started to feel it uh, when I started watching Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, mm-hmm. Which is not not a comic book, uh, you know. It's it's right. created by yeah. Robert Kirkman. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it is ties in, or I don't want to say ties in. It exists in the same world as right. The Walking yeah. Dead. Yeah, I, I think storyline wise, they're like where The Walking Dead is right now. The folks in Fear the Walking Dead, if you care about who lives or dies in that show, because I sure. certainly don't. Uh, there's somewhere somewhere between like maybe ten to to 12 months behind. So that's okay. right. All right. But it, it is, uh, it, it is an oversaturation. And, and I, and I started to feel that when I'm watching fear, the walking dead, uh, you know, cause I, I, I love the walking dead comic. I love the walking dead TV sure. show. And so when this show was like, Oh, well now we've got a spinoff. I was like, Oh, Hey, I'm, I'm down for that. Yeah. And you know, watching the first season, watching the second season, I was like, I kept asking myself, why does this show exist? Give me a reason why this show exists. Give me a reason why a show like Powerless exists. Is it just because it's, well, it's comic books? Yeah, okay. Yep. All right. <laughs> Dude, you've hit it. I mean, that's what it is. It's, it's comic books. It's, people, com- people it's a bunch comic of people. Books. And I think it's that, it's that old school... Gosh, it's like um, it got. It's like the success of these comic book movies and this comic book franchises. Um, you know, other superhero TV shows. 
I think it's like starting to like, it starts to get up to the ranks into the executive room. Hmm. And these are the people that manage money, right? Like these are your money managers. And that's what, at least the why I look at them. We need and, a hit. Give us a yeah. hit. What's yeah. That's that guy. It's that guy in the, in the, it's because it just feels that way. But it's that guy in the boardroom. Who's just like, all right, guys, we need our next walking dead and we're going to make it happen here on NBC. And what are, and how are you going to do it? Timmy, <laughs> give me your pitch. Like, yeah, you you're, know, you're already it's, wrong. We're going to make it happen on NBC. You're, <laughs> you've already failed. Ha- <laughs> <laughs> you imagine the walking dead on NBC. BC. Gosh darn it, Carl. <laughs> Gall darn it, Carl. These walkers are chewing our uh our hide. Our hide. <laughs> like it's just that is a bunch of silly biscuits. Just <laughs> a completely uh sanitized Negan. I bet you're all just making piddly in your in your britches right now. <laughs> There's like bowling ball noise. They have like lined up walkers and they push a barrel into them. There's a bowling ball. Bowling ball. Like bowling pins getting knocked over. The walking dead. <laughs> they could do it. <laughs> I know. We should, we'll do we should the stop giving them ideas. <laughs> I know. Any, but it's that. It's that guy who's just like, okay, so I've got an idea. Okay, you know how all these other shows are focused on the superheroes right now? Yeah. Boring. Like, who wants to watch superheroes all day? We want to know what the regular people are doing no. while these superheroes are flying around. Doesn't that seem interesting, fellas? Yeah, yeah, it does seem interesting. Oh, okay, yeah, it does seem interesting. No, I like all of a sudden we got do. a Muppet in that. <laughs> There's a muffin in the boardroom. <laughs> but that's what it is, man. Like, yeah, right. That's exactly what it is. It's these, it's these yahoos in suits that are just looking for the next hit. And they're just going to try everything and anything that's a little different. And it doesn't matter. And different isn't good. And that's the, that's the lot of the problem is that just because it's different doesn't mean it's going to be good. And I think I got to kind of reset myself too. look at what season we're in right now. We're right before summer. We've just hit some seasons of television shows. There's some open spots. I think, honestly, dude, I think this is a season filler. We're going to hit to summer, and then we'll never hear of the show again. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a great I think it's estimate. a filler TV show. I don't think there's anybody serious about it. It's got some. It's got some. Uh, some actors in it. Alan Tudyk in it is in it. He's yeah. the main villain. He's, he's the, well. He's Firefly. The, and, he's the smarmy cousin of Bruce Wayne, I believe. Right, and yeah. he's you know he's he's got a he's got a few um, credentials to his name oh, with Firefly, right? Yeah, Firefly mm-hmm. and, yeah. and and that and um if, of course a few others, but and then there's uh, Danny Pudi who is from Community, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and who is from. Because he's from Community, here's what I like about Russo Brothers, is they put all the Community people, like, sp- spattered through the Marvel Universe when they direct a movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, if you're into that kind of stuff, Danny was in Captain America Winter Soldier mm-hmm. um, when they were busting, when Cap was busting through the walls, uh, or busting through the offices there. So, yes. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's featured in there. So, uh, and, and then there's um, another comedian, Ronald, uh, Ron Funches. Mm-hmm. who's who's been on quite a few things but dude I'm, I'm exhausted from it like i just it's this kind of stuff that starts to turn off it's frustrating because this is the kind of stuff that starts to turn off 
a lot of people about comic books and comic book movies that are maybe on the fence. And it's like the fence writers that come in now like have no chance of wanting to look at this stuff ever again. They're like, oh, okay, well, you know what? I've been ignoring everything else from Marvel and DC. And now I'm watching, you know, I'm watching NBC and I'm going, huh, maybe, uh, you know, okay, I'll let it fly. You know, I, I'm, I'm, it's after, it's after the show I watch or it's after football on Sunday or whatever it is. And, and they're, and they're going to keep it on. And those people are going to throw their remotes at their televisions and they're going to say whatever with those nerds. I'm never watching this stuff ever again. Right. I like that. Whatever with these nerds. I've had enough. All right. I, I think we've sufficiently uh, beat. Anyway. Beat those two kettle drums. Uh, <laughs> you know, we just, uh, I think we just got to have to take our lumps on those two. Yeah. And take our lumps. Know, what do you, you know, it's like, that's what they're, you know, it's like, those are the questions you get asked about the people who aren't really into like the stuff. And they're going to like, what'd you think of the powerless show? And you're going to go, I don't, I can't tell you like how I feel about it because you don't like, you don't know, you don't know my spectrum of, of, of what's going on <laughs> of my, of the, the, the level of my disdain right now. <laughs> I can't explain this to you right. because, oh my God. Anyway, what a, what a bunch of malarkey. Hey, uh, so, um, we got to do, there's a, there's some like really great, just we got hit with a lot of new stuff since our last show yeah man and well, we we could chew on a lot of this stuff for hours we're not going to tire everyone's ears with it but yeah um, well you know i'll let you dealer's choice man what what do you want to hit first we had like three really big things that hit yeah. uh in the span of the few days one that hit today that yeah. was pretty epic so i'll let you pick what do you want to go with first um i kind of i mean i want to i want to get to it because i'm excited to talk about it um, but it's the new Logan trailer. I, okay. I really want to talk about the new All Logan right. trailer. Yeah, my favorite. My favorite. As Logan. the reasonablest know. <laughs> I know, right? Has John struggling. John struggling, man. He's struggling and, and, with and, Logan right now. And I texted you this thing the other day and you got you were like, What what in the world are you talking about, kid? <laughs> and I and I texted you because I was like, dude, have you seen the new Logan trailer? Have you seen this thing? And I'm like, I'm like, you know, it's like hey, 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 have you seen it? And um and at that point, I think it was you had you were just kind of like I, you were so distant with it, and and you'll continue to be distant with this movie. And I told you it was because I said you're just trying to protect yourself. Like it you're, is you're, uh, you're staying like emotionally distant from this thing, so there, so you don't get hurt later. There is a classic uh, song by the timeless band Great White, a, an amazing <laughs> hair metal band from the eighties. <laughs> timeless i mean they rank up there as is one of the greatest of all time of course of course of course uh they've got a song called once bitten twice shy my 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 i'm once bitten twice shy baby <laughs> i am thrice bitten forever shy <laughs> all right so uh you know the, I, okay let me let me start off with there is something that every x-men movie has excelled at yeah. Okay. And that is the art of the trailer. Okay. E every one of them, every one of them has excelled at the art of the trailer. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm with you. Now, of course, the point of any trailer is to get you excited for said movie. Mm -hmm. And you also get to see all the stuff they cut out. 
it wasn't in the final cut. <laughs> Rogue One. Yeah, I'm that's, lo- your, Rogue, that's your first yeah. B-roll. Rogue One, I'm looking at you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right? Pulling no punches. No, man. No, man. You look at that first trailer of Rogue One, there is very little that was in the final cut of that movie. It's very interesting. Yeah, there was some really cool stuff in that trailer. <laughs> yeah, they just didn't make it. <laughs> uh, that being said, yeah. Logan, I, I will say this: the we we now have uh, trailer number two. There's the there's been the mm-hmm. teaser right with Hurt, you know. And, uh, I love Johnny Cash. Just bought a Johnny Cash vinyl over the weekend yeah, that I've been yeah. listening to uh, a little bit earlier this evening before the show started. Everybody loves Johnny Cash. You put you know his cover of Hurt on top of anything, and everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, it's so good! I love it!" <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, uh, you yeah. can do that. You yeah. can literally do that over. It, <laughs> over yeah. Bam Margera eating cereal. And it's just like, oh my God, it's so good. It's so good. Uh, <laughs> uh, Rex and I break down Hurt uh, pretty good on, on Saucy. Yeah, Rex yeah, I heard that, man. That yeah. was good. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it, in the the look of the film, the the theme of, of at least Johnny Cash's interpretation of Hurt, you know, if you're not familiar with yeah. the song, Reasonable List was originally recorded by uh, Nine Inch Nails. Uh, and, and both versions of the song are very good. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those instances where the cover actually kind of exceeds the original. And, and Trent Reznor has very openly said, man, this is Johnny's song now. I mean, I may yeah. have wrote it and I may have recorded it, but it, it belongs to Johnny at this right. point. Yeah. And so, you know, anytime that you throw that song over something that it's going to elicit an emotional, uh, response because it's a very emotional sure. song and the way it's orchestrated, yeah. it's a, it's a beautiful song and, and Johnny Cash does an amazing job with it. You look at the, the overall, uh, you know, theme and look of the movie, it's dusty, it's dirty. Uh, you know, hurt plays along in with that. Now we get to the second trailer and there's actually two of them floating it's around. It's like sepia right toned, like through that hurt yes, trailer a little yeah, bit, like yeah. things are brown and dirty. Yes. And I'm with you. Like, and, and you're right. Like I'm glad in the second trailer they pulled, I'm glad they went, I'm glad they actually designed, like redesigned that trailer to be honest with you. Yes. Yes. It, it, it doesn't feel like you're looking at something you've already seen before. Yeah. Uh, it there's doesn't actually just feel like a second trailer. It's just, it feels like a, it feels correct. like it's giving me some stuff, man. So there's actually two versions of trailer number two floating around out there. There's the standard one that, you know, oh, pardon me, uh, the standard one you can find on YouTube, movie theaters, yeah, and, whatnot. And, then, and there is a red band trailer, which is, you know, uncensored. So if you really want to hear Wolverine drop an F-bomb and hear Xavier drop an F-bomb, watch the red band trailer. You'll be thrilled to the point of just <laughs> exhaustion. So, you know, in, in breaking down this trailer, it... yeah. There's a couple of things that just keep coming to my mind with this is number one, what timeline does this exist in? I have an answer on that one, but I okay. want you to keep going. All right. I mean, dude, you better get ready for a pretty good hard sell here, pal, because I don't know if I'm buying anything that's coming from, from, you know, 20th century Fox right now with this. So yeah. I want to know what timeline is this existing in? Now I have, I have my own personal thoughts. Cause if you look in the trailer, there is, there is a very brief scene of ex- you're, you're getting a back shot of Xavier and the, the room is shaking around him and it looks as if like sure. time around him is starting to blur. So is he merging a timeline? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. But I want to know what timeline does this exist in? Number two, why are the writers of these X-Men movies obsessed with genocide? I cannot stomach any more genocide in these X-Men movies. I, I thought we fixed that in Days of Future Past. But apparently yeah. where where we're at now, 
Wolverine is on the run or in hiding. Uh, Xavier is hiding. We, I guess, going to assume the X-Men are gone because there is a little bit of self-awareness that uh, X-23 is looking at an X-Men comic book. Sure. Don't like that, but whatever. I don't like that self-awareness Two oceans 12 for me. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go watch oceans 12. Stop. Pause this show. Go watch oceans 12 and come back. <laughs> the okay. Whole, the whole dad, the gum whole, movie. the whole dad gum thing and the wink, wink, nod, nod, self actualization. That movie you'll throw up constantly. Oh, cause that was a Julia Roberts. Oh drop, my gosh, it? dude. That oh, is one Jiminy's. of the worst. Yeah. That's that movie is the right hand, left hand thing. I remember that gag. I haven't watched yes. that movie in like, dude, it, I haven't watched that movie in like 10 years. I swear, but I remember it, that gag now. It's redonk. I mean, there's no reason to watch it. Just skip it and go from Oceans 11 to Oceans 13. Okay, don't even bother watching 12. So anyway. Uh, they rob a casino. Yeah, and, and they get away with it. <laughs> so um, now I don't want to just sit here and nitpick. Okay, but I mean, they're just these lingering questions. Okay, and let me break down because I'm going long because I want I, I, you need to talk about this too. It's not just me. You know, what timeline does this exist in? Okay. Uh, just yet more, more genocide, genocide. more genocide, right. just another tall order of genocide. And when you're done with that, there's some more genocide waiting for you. Uh, are we going to get an explanation for the return of adamantium? Or are we just supposed to just nod our heads and say, mm-hmm, I agree it's back. And finally, uh, where it, it, what time frame does this exist in? If it's existing in the reset merged timeline continuity that we thought days of future past, uh, rectified and right. then apocalypse yeah. undead is, how far are we in are we into the future and and where does this play into the eventual new mutants because clearly it looks as if uh mm-hmm. Wolverine like like in the comics will now be right. female and and I'm fine with that I'm cool with that I literally yeah. have no problem X23 kind of crossover yeah. X23 becomes Wolverine in in the comics and and I l- virtually have no problem with that it's a fresh take on the character and it has actually been very popular for Marvel Truly have no no qualms with that. Yeah. Is, is she going to be a part of New Mutants? It, 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 who? I don't know. It just... And again, we're going off of a trailer. Will things be explained yeah, to me? This is two minutes of two minutes of content. Two we, minutes of content. That we're talking about here. But my my faith in a coherent story is is shaken. Okay. Because of what we saw with Apocalypse. Now I know that Brian Singer has nothing to do with Logan. Right. He had nothing to do with the Wolverine. I've gone on record saying I thoroughly enjoyed the Wolverine. That is one of my right. favorite X-Men movies. Nick Mangold, or excuse me, James Mangold did a, a phenomenal job with that. I mean, he's directing this one. So and he's sure, directing this one. I'm sure visually it's going to look great. It's going to be rated R. We know that there's blood, there's this, there's that. I just, man, I, it's just, you know, like I said, you know, thrice bitten forever shy uh, with, with this franchise. All right. So I that's, that's me. That's, that's my okay. breakdown. You go. All right. I have a couple questions for John. The qu- actually really just a, just a, maybe a couple I don't know just one I can think of right now in the Wolverine the movie though that you are a, a quite a big fan of I'm sorry what? I was rattling my mic around my okay. my headphones came out I, I heard everything you were saying though okay um, in the Wolverine yes what how did the Wolverine fit inside of the continuity and how much well how much of the story of x-men 
was influenced by the events inside of Wolverine? Uh, you know, I'm going to tell you, I, I don't know. It's, it's not entirely clear. Uh, we, we know in the Wolverine, he has dreams and memories of Jean Grey. He, sure. he has uh, memories well, of her dying. Those are, yeah, okay. I'd say that's influenced from. Okay, like, hold on. So we have, no, how much does it influence? In, in the Wolverine. Now, when the movie ends, right, and he's walking through the airport, he is visited by Magneto and Xavier. Okay, now did um oh man i'm drawing i'm drawing a blank uh shadow cat did uh just uh kitty pride shadow cat did did she send them into the other timeline to bring him into the new timeline i mean that's where nothing the only nothing yeah. storyline in the wolverine was a catalyst for the creation right. of the new timeline in fact the Wolverine in of itself is already off kilter with its timeline mm -hmm. because it shows Logan in Japan during world war two, but yet origins clearly shows him fighting on the Eastern front in Nazi occupied Europe. Well, and that could have been, he could, I mean, now we know, was, you know, we know I, Germany you know, he, surrendered first. Maybe he, yeah. he, he went and transferred to Japan for the bloodlust and to continue fighting. Yeah, man. That's what he was about. So. No, no mention of Sabretooth. Why wasn't Sabretooth there with him? Because we know they mm. fought together yeah. through, for everything. Right. So even the Wolverine, as much as I enjoy it, has a whole lot of problems with, with continuity. But would you say you could almost see the Wolverine and here's how I'm kind of, here's how I, I view the Wolverine takes place in a, in original continuity from, from what we see, it takes place in the original, okay. what we, what we would call the X-Men three timeline. Right. Yeah. But so here's the or origins timeline. I think it's referred to as the origins, origins timeline. timeline. Yeah. So with that, with that being said though, the events inside of that movie are, reference they reference some of his past that he remembers from gene gray mm -hmm. but the events inside of that movie don't hold water almost anywhere else in this timeline no right so it's it's really a solo wolverine movie and it's almost like a solo wolverine comic book that so happens to coincide with but yet there's other timelines but they're shoehorning it in with existing continuity see the problem yeah they no, want I'm, they want I'm, it to be they want it to be a standalone yeah. But yet we're going to shoehorn in stuff that's already happened because we just can't help ourselves. And it just creates more huh? questions. Yeah. Mason creates a lot more questions. Yeah. And I think in the, in the, I think it's vast, the vast majority. And, and imagine of Wolverine, if Marvel did that with Thor movies. Yeah. It, it, it would, it would derail yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. It would be absolutely weird. And I think, but I think what's kind of the grace that it has already is that, these movies already have set us up to not trust the timeline like at all. Like, and I think, and I, and I say that like with Wolverine, especially the Wolverine itself to me felt like a movie set aside from the influence of, of the tree of the tr original trilogy of days of future past timeline. It felt set aside not that it didn't exist in the same timeline not that there's a timeline question but it didn't even have anything to do with these events oh boy that I'm were gonna, happening in I'm, those movies. I, boy dude i love you but i gotta disagree with that because the reason why he is hiding in the wilderness of canada is his incredible mourning and guilt for killing gene gray 
That is why he is off on his own. Okay. That is why he has abandoned the X-Men. I'm not arguing that. Yeah. Point. I mean, I'm it, not it, arguing that point. It's I think you might be getting me wrong here. Okay. It, 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 the Wolverine is a direct result of the end of X-Men three. It's a direct okay. result. Right. And I'm not, I'm not arguing okay. that point. Okay. Yeah. I believe it exists in that same timeline, but the it events does, yes. inside of that movie only affect that particular subset of people. Okay. Okay. I can, I can accept that, but yet okay. it's still a so part of a timeline. It's, it's still part of a timeline, but it's uh-huh. siloed. It is I, a okay. siloed movie. Okay. I agree. And that's what I, I, okay. You with me? Yeah. I follow cool. you. Mm-hmm. That's Logan. Logan is going to be set up and it's going to be, we know it's in the future. We know it's in the distant future. Yes. Not, not too distant, but distant enough. Well, yeah, um, I mean, it's not because, I mean, where the X-Men currently yeah. are, film-wise, is yeah. the 80s. The 80s. But we're talking, you know, obviously we're yeah. picking up from um, Days of Future Past, the end of, the end of that movie. Yes. So we're, we're past that. And, and the mutants that are dying off are literally just getting old and they're dying. But, they, but it's... You know that the the main villain is is already been classified as someone who hunts and kills mutants. I'm and I that, hear you. And then mutants yeah. are a dying breed, and yeah. not because of old age, because mutants procreate. Mutants beget mutants. Sure, I'm, Cable, right? We know Cable, Jean Grey, and, and well, not yeah. comic book wise, it's Madeline Pryor and and Scott Summers chances are when cable is introduced, they'll probably make it Jean gray, Scott oh, Summers sure. offspring. Sure, sure. Cause I mean, all of a sudden you're going to introduce a clone of Jean gray. Well, why not? Let's, let's introduce a clone <laughs> of Jean gray, right? No one's going to question that. But anyway, um, so that's, that's where I'm thinking. It's a silo. It's going to be a siloed movie. Okay. We're going to have some influence here and there. Oh, it's, it, it's got to be influenced by well, it's going to be by days of future just past like, and apocalypse. And just like Wolverine was, but this is going to be a Logan story. This, if you would buy this as a comic book, and I think that's where I'm kind of leading through all of this. Okay. If you was to buy, if you saw these movies as comic books, you would have X-Men comic book, X-Men mm-hmm. comic book, X-Men comic book, Wolverine comic book, X-Men comic book, X-Men comic book, Logan comic book. Like these are not going to, they are not going to see the same ties and we're not going to, I don't think we're going to see the same problems as we have been seeing with the Brian Singer movies, like the X-Men group movies. Mm-hmm. And I hope, you know, after this, when we see new mutants and after and forward, we're not going to continue to see the same problems, but that's where this Logan movie is going to exist. It's going to exist outside of the influence of the larger influence of this timeline mess. It's going to exist okay. just as a Logan story. So literally has nothing to do with days of future past, nothing to do with apocalypse. What has come out from well, at least Hugh Jackman has talked about it. James Mangold has actually come out. Yeah, this is going to be outside of the influence of those films. That's the hard part about this timeline reset. Well, it's and, so well, hard then, to continue. I mean, Hugh Jackman's getting old, man. Like, yeah, and we so, can't, we can't, we can't keep him as a young buck Wolverine no, anymore. No, no, like he's not. He's just no. not going to well, happen. Well, so I mean, we've got to finalize the story. No, no, I, I agree with yeah. that, but I, I'm disagreeing with with James Mangold saying it doesn't when we clearly see in this new trailer s- someone carrying the same briefcase mm-hmm. 
of blood vials that was taken from Alkali Lake in the end credit scene of Apocalypse. I mean, I'm I'm okay with like Easter eggs, man. This is where you think this is where this is where you and I are going to part. These are not Easter eggs. These are. I, I have to disagree with you. I, I I don't feel that these are Easter eggs. This is a connected movie with what we've seen, and 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 I get it too, man. You know, I know yeah. that Hugh Jackman can't play Wolverine forever, and sure. you know, you and I are very familiar with you know the print version of Wolverine. He he's yeah. not immortal. Uh, no. His his healing factor is not uh, Superman level, and that's on display in these trailers. Yes, and and Wolverine ages. I mean, and and that, yeah. that's even been you know talked about going all the way back to the original yeah. X Men, right? Is that yes, he will age, and uh, the the healing factor it, through just the ravages of time. He's not immortal, just like you know right. we don't know. I mean, you know, if you look at it from the DC side, could can Superman? age well you know if you take him away from a yellow sun yes mm-hmm. he will right mm-hmm. so neither one of these two are immortal as much as you know in in many ways wolverine has kind yeah. of been marvel's superman in in many yeah. ways not not obviously direct comparison but but i have virtually no problem with an aging dying Wolverine and sure. in Hugh Jackman again. I I have said this will not be his last appearance as Wolverine. I think we're going to see him in a Deadpool movie. I right, really yeah do. yeah probably a cameo or something a cameo. Uh, but in terms of having a, a uh, heavy impact upon the X universe cinematic yeah. universe, yeah. That I I don't see the the briefcase as an Easter egg. I I see it as because that end credit scene zeroed in on that briefcase like nobody's business. And which and, was that Apocalypse end credits? Yes, and that was the blood vials that end up becoming X twenty three. Yeah, and we see in Logan X twenty three. Sure. So they are connected. They are connected. I'm not saying they're not. No, I know you're not. But James Mangold is saying that they're not. And what I'm saying is, James, I love you. Great work on the Wolverine. I'm sure Logan is going to have an amazing look. I'm sure it's going to be well acted. I am looking forward to seeing it. All I'm saying is that the the continuity and the timeline for these movies where we thought it was fixed has now been just bandied and smacked around yet again that I just, I, I just view it with just a lot of trepidation and that, that's all I'm saying it is, you know, yeah, whether it's, you, you know, protecting myself emotionally, maybe, you know, <laughs> it could be, <laughs> I wouldn't argue with that too much, but it, it just, where, where I saw so much amazing potential yeah. And, and, you know, said it a million times on this show. I love Days of Future Past. Sure, man. I love that movie. It is, in my opinion, the yeah. quintessential X-Men movie. Yeah. That, that was the first time X, X2 came very close. But Days of Future Past, I was like, wow, we are watching a yeah. grand scale X-Men movie. Yeah. And then we got cute. Then we got, well, we're going to fudge a little bit here. And where does the Wolverine fit in all this? Where does Logan fit into all this? Maybe you're right, dude. Maybe I just need to throw up the white flag and just say it's just not going to work. It's just not going to fit. 
It's it's not that it's not going to. And so maybe I'm just clinging to something that just doesn't exist. I think it's that. I mean, that Uh, time um, we want. uh, Well, we want these movies to make sense. I think it's the desire for these movies to make sense because I I look at how meticulous. Yeah, we do. We need. We do need to move on. But I look. We've beat this timeline. I don't know. I know. I know. But 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 I look at how meticulous. But it needs to be said. It, It it it. You look at how meticulous. Marvel has been with theirs. Yeah. 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 And that's what I'm saying. You don't see like a <laughs> Thor standalone movie with Thor herping a derping about with nonsense yeah. and then bringing him back into the Avengers. And then we're just supposed to just go, yeah. Oh, well, I guess I was just a standalone thing. And you know, yeah. I know it doesn't fit anywhere square peg in a round hole, but man, explosions and loud noises. That's great. Um, so yeah. yeah. And I think we'll see, I mean, I'm, I hear you, dude. Like, I really, it's... And, it's and so, I know it's you want me to, to love it. I know you want me to love eh, it. You do. I, Let's I'm, be I'm honest. Ready. I'm like, I'm excited for this thing. And I, of course, I want you to be excited because, John... And I don't want to poo-poo anyone all over that your is excited about the Wolver- No, if there's anyone that's <laughs> excited about Wolverine, it's you. I love and that character, man. I love that character. And, and, and I and I'm I think I'm I'm ready for Logan's story, and I think and that's where we'll see the focus. I think this movie is going to be so much more about Logan than it. I mean, obviously, right? The movie's titled Logan. Logan this movie yeah. is going to be so much more about him and about what he's going through than it will be about the vials, than it will be about Sinestro or not Sinestro. Sinestro, Mister Sinister, Mister Sinister, Sinestro. All of a sudden, Sinestro. he from Spider Man. All of a sudden, he makes a Boom. hello, Wolverine. <laughs> But it's going to be so much more. I mean, those things are Sinestro, going to be Sinestro, no, that's Green Lantern. What am I doing? Green Lantern, right? I'm thinking yeah. Mysterio. I'm sorry. Mysterio. So anyway, the it's going to be so much more about his his story than it will be about how the timeline fits. And I, I think we'll see pockets of timeline moments. We will see nods to things that, are, that were happening and things that are going to happen. But overall, we are going to be so focused in on Logan's development as a character from X-Men one to now. And I think that's what, I mean, you, you see those moments of, uh, when I see the moments in the trailer with him and Patrick Stewart, smile, like laughing and smiling across the table, eating dinner, like how intimate those moments are that way we've seen the way we've kind of seen, watched Wolverine walk through these movies and whether the timeline gets reset or not, he's made decisions as a character that we've been able to see and argue with and be proud of and, and, you know, be sad with him when he has to kill Jean gray, even though that was a terrible movie, but like we had to watch, but like, but we still felt those things with him. And I think it's as we see the end of a character run with Wolverine and with Logan, how he's going, how, like how this character will eventually die. Right. Like, and I don't know if that's going to happen at the end of this movie, but I I feel like this is a a nice last chapter that we get to watch the culmination of who he was to where he's, where he is now and how he continues to try to protect himself against pain and how he continues to try to, to silo himself into look, it's just, I don't want to take care of anybody. I'm, I'm barely holding on myself. And all of a sudden this little girl gets thrown into his lap, you know? And I think, and I love that first opening sequence. I really do. I think it's so good. Um, when she throws that, 
that cashier over her shoulder. Yeah. And she's yeah. like, just got that Wolverine yell. She's ready, to, she's ready to pop the claws. She's got yeah. that. She's, I mean, that scream. Like, dude, that is so much like Wolverine. And he just grabs her arm. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> like, it's so, it's, it's, well, you it's know, picture perfect, right? She's a clone. So we know yes, that. Yeah. But I think it's, it's really interesting to watch him. Like, how is he going to maybe help her? help her out because he had to run away from his, he had to run away from his childhood. Well, so it, how it, is, how is that going to change for her? It, 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 I think it's going to be very safe to say that it will be better than origins for sure. <laughs> oh, for a hundred percent. But anyway, yeah. but that's, I mean, that's my kind of breakdown on that trailer. I think it's a wonderful trailer. I love the new moments in it. Oh, hey, I, I don't, I don't, see. I don't argue with the majesty of the trailer. I yeah, don't argue with the times. majesty of that, but, um, yeah, been there. Half of the, yeah. half of the show is just going to be me trying to convince you to be happy about Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. Okay. Moving on. I'll, I'll pick the second topic since there were three big ones. Um, so, uh, star Wars episode eight got its yeah. title today. The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. That one's that one's taking a little <laughs> bit of chewing for me on that one. A little bit of chewing. <laughs> um, you know, an interesting title. Uh I guess now you can't say if someone goes, What's your favorite Star Wars movie? You can't say Jedi. No. Well, you can't answer that anymore. No. Though I don't know who would say Return of the Jedi is their favorite. I don't know. That's what I was gonna ask. Like <laughs> who who's that guy? Well, if you watch <laughs> clerks, I'll tell you why. Uh <laughs> You know, interesting uh, title uh, for for that one. I think you know one yeah. of the one of the things I I love about Star Wars titles is uh, many of them uh, grab you and they in like you know Empire yeah. Strikes Back, right? Yeah, man. Revenge yeah. of the Sith, classic. Absolutely. Uh, Last Jedi is up there in terms of clunker with Attack of the Clones with me. <laughs> you think so? Um, yes. I yeah. Um, I'm uh, huh. thoroughly, thoroughly looking forward to what that movie is going to have. I oh, yeah. I, I don't think it's going to be a stinker by any means. Uh, the title just takes a little bit of. Hmm. I'm gonna have to dwell on this. I mean, even yeah. you know, even Phantom Menace took me a while. I'm like, Phantom Menace is like what? What in the gobbly midichlorians? Yeah, right. Midichlorians, <laughs> which haven't been mentioned since. Um, I think officially scrubbed from the storyline without uh, actually no, 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 nothing. No, no, yeah, no, right. No, yeah, I know. Midichlorians just kind of went away after that. Uh, yeah, I just it. The Last Jedi. It's interesting. You know what's really cool too uh, is the red outline font, very similar that's to what Return I was gonna, of the Jedi. Yeah, very that's similar so to cool. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like that look. You know, and it's interesting who it's going to allegedly apply to. Is it Luke? Is it Ray? Because the word Jedi is both singular and plural. Uh, yep. You know, it can refer to one. It can refer to many. Uh, do we? Are there other Jedi? Are there other Jedi at this temple with Luke? We there yeah. very well could be. He could have been training Jedi without you know the the First Order knowing about it. Yeah. I think that may be a little far fetched to to think sure. that. Yeah. Uh, so is you know Jedi simply referring to Luke? Is it referring to Ray? Is it referring to the two of them together? Is it a reference to the Jedi Academy that that he founded and then uh, the Knights yeah. of Ren? Who uh, from what from what we hear too, we will see the Knights of Ren in their full. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, yeah. So that's very cool to kind of see what exactly are the Knights of Ren. We know they're not Sith Lords. Kylo is not a Sith Lord. Right. We, we know we don't, at least we don't think Snoke. Not yet. Right. 
Well, it seems as if, you know, what's interesting is when it comes to the force, right? I mean, you had, if you look at it from a religious point of view, uh, it wasn't just Jedi Sith. I mean, there were, you know, other people who used the force, but you know, when we saw it in rogue one, right. You had the guardians of the guardians of the wills, uh, you know, and then you have dark side acolytes and dark Jedi who were, you know, not Sith, but they weren't Jedi. They kind of straddled that line. They used the dark side of the force when it benefited them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, you know, the Knights of Ren don't seem to be associated with the Sith. The Sith clearly were not mentioned uh, in episode seven. Now, that doesn't really mean one thing or the other. Uh, but we know that Ben uh, Solo, Kylo Ren, Ren is like, would be like Lord, like, you know, Lord Vader, Lord Sidious, Lord Maul, Lord Tyrannus. Yeah. So Ren is a distinction of some kind. And Kylo would be like, you know, Anakin's Sith name was Vader. You know, Palpatine's Sith name was Sidious. So right, be okay. interesting to see, you know, you know what I'm saying? Kind of follow what I say there. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. So the you. Knights of Ren, you know, do they, do you get a name? Is it like Kylo or it's, or is Ren his, yeah. you know, so I, 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 there's a lot of stuff that's very cool and kind of, you know, moving it out of the traditional Jedi versus Sith, which yeah. it's, 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 it's over. I think that part is over and done and showing that it, that it's the Jedi who continue to mm-hmm. push forward where the Sith do not the title. It's cool. It just, it's going to take me a little while to just kind of, I mean, it's just throw one of my arms around titles it. of just yeah, being right? like, okay, like I'm excited. It's wet in the appetite for me. I'm, you know, but I'm easy to please apparently. So no, no, that's not what I'm saying. I, I like the title. It's just interesting. It's interesting. Um, nah, it's cool. Like I said, it's I, like gonna- the, I like the lettering. I love mm-hmm. the, the, the um foreboding that it kind of offers i think it's it's the black and red Mm -hmm. um you know then it's got that last jedi just right and then it's of course it's named the last jedi right so Mm -hmm. yeah i think it's kind of it's it's very um it's very foreboding it's very very dark and mysterious well and we know luke plays a much much bigger role (laughs) <laughs> well, Mark Hamill has been pretty entertaining yes. about that whole yeah, thing. Just right. like, no, I can speak lines. I don't have to just <laughs> right? stare grimacingly. Emote <laughs> at the camera. Uh, you know, I will say, though, dude, that scene is still a very emotional scene. It's rock and roll. Even though man. Luke doesn't say anything, uh, give it up for Daisy Ridley. What yeah. an amazing actress she is. Uh, she's, I just, she's good. I, I just fell in love with her right away. I think she is just so great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and and yeah. she really embodies the Star Wars, um, just that Star Wars feel, you know? And yeah. I, I liked, I, I really liked her relationship with Han where he's like, you know, yeah. you've gotten a, you got a respect for the Falcon, you know, even though she called it <laughs> yeah. garbage. Uh, that's what James calls it too, by the way. He likes to mimic, garbage. yeah, he likes to mimic uh, Ray. He's like, it's yeah. garbage. Uh, so yeah, you know her yeah. her emotion at the end with her hands shaking and she's trying to hold back tears is who That's knows cool. what sort of flood of memories are coming back to her. Yeah, uh, yeah. So you know Luke is supposed to play a such a huge role in this one now. Very similar to Force Awakens, man. I tell you, I keep myself away from spoilers. I kept myself away from any sort of reviews on Rogue One. I will not be. Um, defiled by it by spoilers or anything when it comes to star wars uh some things i i kind of stumbled into is that allegedly we will see luke like in a full just takedown of some knights of ren like they they try to outnumber him and he gives them the business gives them the jedi business gives them the business yeah i mean that's the thing though we've missed that since 
you know, empire. We've missed that since, you know, return. Like we've missed the Jedi battling. And I think, and I think, you well, know, yeah, cause I'm I mean, excited to see in force awakens, like there, you know, there, it was, it was the begin. It was almost like that beginning again, right? It mm-hmm. was it was a new hope round two, where we had where we had to we had to find the Jedi, and Han plays a big part in in the action sequences. Chewie plays a big part in the action sequences, um, but the action sequences were not for lightsaber fights, and they weren't for really displays of force power. And I think we have yet to really. Like at the end of Rogue One, you know, we talked about that about just Vader going ham, going Hamzy Towns, yeah, right on on that room. It's like that's where I'm, man. I'm so excited. I'm ready for those battles again. Like we had yeah. with um the Clone Wars, mm-hmm. um like well not the uh, uh, Attack of the Clones, like we had with um Return of the Sith and or Revenge uh, of the Sith, Revenge of the Sith. And it, it, those are the types of battles that we've been, I've been hungry for again, of just seeing like yes. Jedi go at it with Sith Lord or Jedi go at it with just, <laughs> just enemies and, and, and as, yeah, as a, as a grand yeah, scheme. Cause you know, I mean, you know, I mean the, I'm excited to see those battles again. Well, by the time you get to, you know, the original trilogy, you know, Obi-Wan is, is not what he used to be. Clearly Yoda is not what he used to be. And well, you know, they had to. It was like the grandfather's taking care of the kid because right? the parent does their own thing, and that happens twice in the bloodline now. And Luke gets like the biggest crash course in Jedi Academy, you know, known <laughs> to like. Well, he gets a he gets like a few pointers from old Obi, yeah. Before then, before you know, because well, that's the thing. Like Obi Wan was supposed to tra- he trained he trained Anakin, and Anakin was supposed to train Luke. Well, that, well, you well, weren't I mean, supposed to have children. You weren't, you weren't supposed, supposed to, to have children. Have kids. Yeah. yeah. So that was a whole thing. Yeah. But regardless, but I, but I see like, where you're going. You, you I mean, Anakin, this, like, Anakin father raising the children. Well, Anakin did have an apprentice, uh, Ahsoka, uh, that you see her in the clone wars, um, yeah. and then plays into rebels. And so I don't want to spoil anything if you decide to watch that, but I mean, I mean for the Jedi side though, Oh, I mean, no, no, so well, have, no, Anakin, have, Anakin had an apprentice. While oh, he was okay, still okay. a Jedi, yeah, Ahsoka was his okay. was his apprentice. Oh, okay, all right, all right, I'm missing. Yeah, Sorry. Uh, that's okay. Uh, so you know when we saw from from Luke, you know, <laughs> and his his lightsaber ability was a very you know hack and slash, not very beautiful, not very graceful. Yeah. Uh, because like I said, he was given like okay, you know, you swing this way, you swing that way, feel the force, lift these rocks. All right, all right, kid, <laughs> you're up, you're up, you, you got know? it. Yeah. So it'll be very interesting to see you know how. Uh, the storytellers for the last yeah. Jedi uh, clearly Luke continued his training after return of the Jedi to become better as a Jedi. Sure. And yeah. I'm assuming we will see a much more graceful, you know, I mean, you know, clearly we well, tried to train Kylo. Yeah. And we know Mark Hamill's no spring chicken, so, but I mean, he's also yeah. not, you know, you know, in a Walker about ready to keel over. Uh, yeah, he's not, he's not playing Yoda. <laughs> no, no. So I, I think we'll see, you know, a Luke that's, you know, much more adept, uh, and, and uh, able to use both his lightsaber and force abilities at the same time, like yeah. Obi-Wan did, like Anakin did, like we saw yeah. Mace and Yoda do. So, yeah, very cool, man. And, and if these rumors are true that we will see Luke open up a, a can of whoop on some Knights of Ren, that will be a oh, moment yeah. of 
Like John stands up in the theater and rallies the people. I mean, if that if that doesn't give you a spine, a tingle down your spine, then you're not a Star Wars fan, man. I don't know how to help you, man. No, I can't help you. I can't help you. Yeah. So Last Jedi, that's pretty cool, man. Looking looking forward to a trailer as well, too, which I we probably probably won't get until summer. I would imagine with one probably with uh, um, some sort of con. I'm sure probably with Spider Man. We'll probably see it with Spider Man. I'm assuming. Oh yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, because it's around that midpoint, right? around late June, early July is when homecoming uh, hits and that'd be a good time to start getting people all lathered up for star Wars again to make more money. By the way, rogue one uh, passed a billion dollars, billion dollars on the global. I know. Right. Are you kidding me? (laughs) I I love it. You cannot beat Star Wars. Uh, Marvel prints that money. Or Disney prints that money. You can't beat Star Wars. All right, dude. What's what's the third biggie? Um, You know what it is. Come on now. The MCU, brother. Don't leave them hanging. Infinity Wars. Oh yeah, thank you. Was, I'm the one. Like I, did, I did you wanted to start with that, today. and now you're like, uh, oh, what is it? Yeah, dude, Captain so, well, Crunch uh, is delicious. <laughs> Cereal's good. Um, but yeah, man. So Infinity War started production Monday. The twenty third, um, we are Avengers we are three, man. Here Avengers, we go, yeah, man. Uh, Russo brothers are at the helm, and I tell you, they kind of know what they're two, doing. Oh man, love the Russos, dude. So good, Winter I mean, Soldier. We th- we've talked about that before, right? Civil yeah, Winter War. Soldier, man. Civil they know War. what they're doing. They have it together. They and they love they, the I source mean, material. They love the yeah. source material, man. Dude, they're nerds. They know comedy. They know how to drama yep. it up. Like they're J.J. They, Abrams, man. They're nerds. Man. They get it. Super nerds. Yeah, they yeah. get it. <laughs> yeah, they. I mean, if and you guys heard me talk about this before, they wrote for Community for years. Yep. They directed a lot of the Community episodes. If you enjoy that television show, and, and that was a Yahoo, concern, but, if you remember, when they when they were hired to uh, write and direct um, Winter Soldier. There were a lot of people like, really? You're bringing on the community guys? Come on, though. Come on. You've got a culmination of people that you've I, got to write together for. I know. Like, but, and that's what people got to notice. But do you remember the, the, the early was like, oh, yeah, boy, yeah, yeah. are we just going to get like slapstick happy, you know, with nah. this? Yeah. Of course not. You know. But you, I mean, that's the thing about Steve these Rogers and his hijinks. My name's Captain America. Like, like, what do you do? Yeah, but, right. <laughs> So, but yeah, but I think that's the cool part about the Russo brothers is they know how to write multiple characters interacting with each other that have their own clear and defined storylines and morals and values and what they hold true. That's, I mean, if you watch Community and if you're a fan of that show and I am, mm-hmm. very good show. It, they, they, each character is, has their own, their clear personalities in that TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are written almost equal. It's all, it feels like equal time is given to each one of these characters and how they interact with the rest of the group. And it, um, and it, and it showed in both winter soldier, which was packed with characters, oh, right? We were introduced oh to gosh. Falcon for the first time. Uh, yeah. Bucky was reintroduced. Obviously spoiler alert. We still had Scarlet witch. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Bucky's know, the winter Scarlet soldier. Um, um, in case anyone we had black widow, black widow, winter soldier, civil war. You just, like I said, you know, we jokingly refer to it as Avengers 2.5, well, you know, many characters in that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Affinity Wars has started production. Be very cool to see how like number one, we know, like according to our previous yeah. show, a little preview of the of upcoming summer movies. Uh, Guardians Volume Two is going to have very very little to do with the Infinity War, though we do know sure. Thanos is voiced in the movie. So 
we surmise is probably mid credit or end credit scene. But Guardians is like the closest besides Thor. Yeah. Guardians is the closest to Thanos that, you know, in terms of like reach. So. Yeah. And so uh, more than Makes likely, sense. like we guessed, mid credit scene will probably have a little Thanos in there. Oh, I uh, Thor so. Ragnarok, I think, is going to have a hef- is is probably going to be the one that leads yeah. us into the Infinity War. That that makes yeah. the most sense that it will be. Yeah. Doubt that Homecoming is going to have. Uh, it may have some tidbits, but if Doctor, oh, Str- we're going to see. We're going to start to see our new Avengers start. To oh yeah, yeah, definitely start to get traction. I think with Homecoming, yeah. Homecoming, I can. But I'm just saying, I don't know if Homecoming is Iron gonna, Man one. I don't yeah. see. I don't. What I'm saying is, I don't think we're going to see in Homecoming like Spider Man at some point going. <laughs> we got to get these Infinity Stones like oh, out of no. nowhere, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's even. No, I, if they if he even mentions it, it'll be so awkward and out of place. Yeah, it, uh, it's not even talk about it. Yeah, it's right. so out of reach for that yeah. character, Peter Parker. Like, you know, no, he's Queens. Like, it's. Just just going to be it's he's a queen's high school kid you know who, who's, he got wrapped, who's, well who's going to be drawn into that infinity war it'll be very yes, interesting he, i to mean see, he's yeah. going to be pulled in for sure mm-hmm. but I, th- I mean like right now it's not gonna yeah work. no so thor ragnarok is is probably the easiest yeah. one that's gonna you know bridge that gap so very cool man uh um, yeah Man, you know, a lot of good stuff. It coming. just that, dude, that, that that train just keeps on rolling, man. Dude, it really does. I watch um, Avengers. <laughs> I, wa- <laughs> I watched Guardians uh, the other day. Actually, I, I, I threw it up on the phone and 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 watched it for you know just kind of off and on throughout the day. And I just I, there's a lot of so there's so many enjoyable parts to that movie. It's a good movie. Such, it's, such a know, fun movie, dude. Such it's a fun just movie. a fun, fun blockbustery summer, you know, hit, <laughs> you know, it, you know, got, it, it really was. It really was. And got some substance issues here and there, but eh, I, you, know, you know, yeah, I don't know. I can't get too mad at it. Like no. all the stuff you get mad at, you're like, you're laughing at the same time. So sure. Sure. And you know, guardians, <laughs> guardians volume two is going to be uh, a lot of fun, but yeah, dude, uh, with infinity wars, you know, cranking up and going into production that that's going to yep. be, that's going to be very cool. And you know, we're, I, I feel like we are kind of getting to that point where, yeah. uh, you know, Tony Stark and you know, how, how, how long is the relationship with Marvel studios and Robert Downey? Not that we say it's a bad relationship. No, I don't think there's animosity on either side. Uh, you know, but I mean, you know, Robert has said, it's like, you know, you know, he's getting into his mid fifties at this point. And he's like, you know, do we, do do people want to see, you know, I'm Tony Stark, you know? (laughs) Um, so it'll be interesting to see, you know, I know, I know that you I think if there's something classy about the, the site, you know, the temple gray and well, he's you know, Reed got Richards, in, Reed he's got Richards it in the comics. Good yeah. With it, yeah. Right. Know, he's and, got it in the comics. Uh, and when Superman, I think it's like gold, gold, um, was <laughs> it, what is it? I can't remember what it's when Superman it is, but Superman, he's got some gray on the sides. Like, Oh, um, uh, Oh man, I'm it's like gold era something. I can't remember exactly what it's called. Uh, but anyway, but I think it, in, in dark Knight returns, I think he had some flex. I think he maybe. might have some, but anyway, maybe. but I, I don't know, man, I think, uh, you got some gray up there. It happens, you know, but you know, maybe just because I noticed some gray. Will, will we see happens. that, you know, <laughs> will we see that death of Iron Man though? That's, Ooh. you know, here, here's something interesting to chew on yeah. is, uh, something, something that I, I heard a little, little thought of is that, you know, Tony in age of Ultron has yeah. a dream where he sees the Avengers all dead and they're all piled up on top of each other. Yeah. And yeah. clearly, you know, a, a battle with, with Thanos, even though the <clears throat> Avengers save for Thor, uh, do not know who Thanos is. And, you know, Thor hasn't said anything, but it, it's a given Thor knows who Thanos is. 
Yeah. I'm assuming. Loki no, he knows. He's, he's oh, no, he does know. He does know. Yeah. Know. Yeah. He has to know because Loki knows. Uh, yeah. And, you know, Asgard, there's a relationship. There's Asgard's a, a little known. more in tune with the cosmic yeah. Uh, yeah. goings on than, than Earth's mightiest heroes are. But, you know, a few people have speculated that that is actually potentially a, a vision of the future nah, that, Tony, that Tony sees. And it will be Strange who moves things into a new dimension where a mm. new Avengers okay. is formulated. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that could be cool. Or it just could have been a bad dream uh, that, yeah, okay, yeah. that Tony could've had. Just right? his fears. Right. Yeah. Not to that's to, with them. That's the whole thing they play on is his mm-hmm. fear and, and his fear. Uh-huh. Breakdown, so. Yeah. Yeah, man. Very cool, dude. Uh, woof. Dude, so much, so much good movie stuff. Yeah, man. So enough about enough about what you're watching. What are you reading over there? Well, I officially <laughs> finished the final days of Superman uh, from the new 52. Okay. Uh, yeah, and how man. that carries over into Rebirth. You know, it was, it was an interesting read. It was a fun read. I think the, the biggest struggle with that is when the you know pre-crisis Superman died okay. uh, in his battle with yeah. Doomsday, right? Uh, which after I finished reading the final days of Superman, I went back and reread the death of Superman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's (laughs) the, the, the two could not be any more different, uh, from each other. (laughs) You know, you, when you read the, the death of Superman, even to this day and, you, know, you kind of look at where DC was at at the time yeah. and the, who they had in the Justice League. You're kind of like, this was the Justice League. You know, I mean, it was like Guy Gardner and Blue Beetle. And, yeah. and you're just like, Oof, talk about the B team, man. You know, I mean, we're <laughs> like the the C, the C team players. But yeah. you've also got to remember um, the overall DC universe at the time. Batman uh, had pretty much gone rogue yeah. because Robin had been murdered around this time. And he yep. wanted very, very little to do with uh the justice league so he was on a he was just pushing his body to the extremes and his mind to the extreme and wonder woman was doing her own thing and so but anyway uh, getting off track there you you go and you read that story and you know it is a little bit cheesy and you got to remember you're reading an early 90s era comic so a lot of the inner monologue is a little like you know um little silly compared to today's modern writing yet you still you know when you get to the very last few pages of that book and and doomsday and superman are just you know wailing on each other and each each punch that each one delivers is just like you know it's shattering glass and you know superman's bleeding and doomsday's bleeding and yeah you know they just deliver this the the killing blow to both and they just collapse it's just so epic it's very epic it's very epic so epic and it's, you know, Superman making his last stand at Metropolis. Right. He's yeah. giving everything that he has. And that really is where Superman, you know, obviously this is, you know, people gonna be like, duh. This is where the Superman character really radically changed because we all know he came back, right? right. But when he came back, it was a much, you know, some say, well, it was a little too gritty, but it was a, it was a Superman that when he came back knew that man you can't just always be the best of the good guys sometimes you got to get a little dirty yeah and sometimes you got to get a little a little vicious and yeah. and and it brought a new dimension to superman and and he 
he is hesitant to kill Doomsday for so long. He's just simply trying yeah. to stop him. Just stop him. I just have to stop him. And then when you get to the very last one, which was Superman number 75, it, 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 the, he's in his mind. He's like, I have to kill Doomsday. Yeah. I have to kill him. There is no stopping him. I have to kill him. Okay. So if you haven't read Death of Superman, okay, uh, let, me, let me encourage you, read it. It, you, there's not really a whole and lot you're talking of about one from the, the one from the nineties, right? The one from the nineties. Yeah. Right. Go read it. You, you can get it in trade paperback form for about 15 bucks. You, you can probably find it used for like four or five. Okay. Yeah, seriously. All right. It, you don't have to do a lot of back reading for it because it was so well written that yeah. you don't have to just go just piling through an endless parade of back issues to figure out. <laughs> right. It, it, DC did such an amazing job with that. Yeah. Go read it. Remember, you're reading an early 90s era comic, so don't yeah. compare the writing to yeah. today. OK, but boy, I will tell you, you get to the end of that and Superman is lying dead uh, in yeah. Metropolis and everything is just like collapse around him. It, it is you will recognize what an what a historic moment in comic books that was. Now, yeah. you get to the new 52 version of Superman, uh, his death, which he is dead uh, while it was sad. It just didn't have the same like. Mm. Yeah. Right. Uh, probably because the pre-crisis Superman w was existing in the new 52 universe, which I think is so cool how they did that. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. So basically the pre-crisis Superman takes the role of the new 52 Superman, almost like Superman never died. Huh? Yeah. It's very cool what they did. Um, Interesting. yeah. Okay. So I don't want to spoil too much. I want to say if you no, want to read really some, kinda, that'd be a good read. Yeah. If you just want to read some really cool Superman yeah. stuff, I know I'm a Superman fan boy. Uh, I make no apologies for that. Uh, but I will say it just didn't have the same emotional impact sure. that, that the original okay. death of Superman had. Now, uh, before I, I talking way too long, uh, finishing up East of West, great read boy that's a book very similar to black science man i'll read about three or four pages and be like woof i have got to flip back because i know i missed something in a panel <laughs> somewhere a lot of content <laughs> there's a lot of content going on i did get derailed though ryan reading east okay. of west i'm going to grab it right now extreme sacrifice <laughs> yes quite reasonable quite possibly the worst thing <laughs> I have ever read in my life. I bought it for five dollars. <laughs> Did you? Uh, at do you need Zia that five dollars back? Zia. I'm going to hang on to this thing like it was given to me by the gods. <laughs> I will never relinquish this book. That's how much it means to me. But I will never finish it. <laughs> you you haven't finished it. Uh, I can't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> so you, I can't. What, how, uh, how far did you get? Like, what, what page? How many pages are there? And what page did you get to? I need to know. This thing is water damage too. It's so old. Well, it's, not. I mean, you know, I, I hate to. They hate to take away any plot points for you for that. It's like the covers all wrinkly. Like someone had it in their <laughs> had it in their bathroom and took a steamy shower. Um, oh, gross. Dude, no one's this, this thing's got no value. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, the pages aren't numbered because why would you do that? Yeah, what do we? I would say about I would say about about seventy five percent of the way through. 
Woof. Yeah, I I'll, I will finish it. But like you, know, you just started act like you just got into Act Three, and it's just like how that's, is this going to even yeah, resolve? That's, yeah, that's me. Just like brother. <laughs> uh, it is a Rob Liefeld. Now he didn't he didn't do all the artwork in it, and didn't do all the the uh, storyline because yeah. it encompasses several books from the Extreme Universe. And and for those who aren't familiar with early early Image, these are the books that it takes place in. Young Blood, Strike File, Supreme, Blood Strike, Brigade, New Man it has nothing to nothing like New Mutants at all. What is it? New Man? New Man. Nothing like X Men or New Mutants. <laughs> at all. It's like it's not even you're not even trying. Not even trying, I know. Like you're just not even trying to come up with something else. <laughs> the, <laughs> the main The main character is Gable. Not cable. No, I'm just kidding. It's not true. <laughs> Cyclops. I got. I had a really bad joke. Instead of cable, satellite. That's nah, so, terrible. Just terrible. It's good though. And I if, like it's a, if it's a if it's a if it's a 2000s version, it's streaming. Okay. Streaming. That's so dumb. Streaming. I know. Okay. So new man, team young blood. Because we couldn't just have one young blood book. No, uh, profit. Have a couple. I will say the, the, the. I will say this. I said it before. Young Blood was cool. I liked Young yeah. Blood, and I did like Profit. Profit was a cool sure. book. Okay. Uh, so yeah, it takes it takes place across uh, all those. Like you said, it is a Rob Liefeld produced uh, production <laughs> by every sense of the word. <laughs> um, there is stuff that will take place like on one panel, and then you'll turn the page, and like there's like. A, a character that just kind of appears out of nowhere. <laughs> okay. And then you, then you turn the page and then he's gone again. And then you go to another panel and he's back and you're like, Dude, where, who was the editor of this? <laughs> and, and then they just walk, he's just walking. Like they're trying to, he's just walking in and out of the background. Like he's just, he's, he had to go to the bathroom. So he had to cross the frame to get to the bathroom. Yeah. And then he's I leaving mean, the bathroom. So. I, I wish I could give, I wish I could, man, if I could just, if I were to read some of the writing in this without any context, I know, uh, I'm trying to find one in particular. There's this one character who just, she cries like constantly. Lisa, honey, you got to stop crying. Everything's going to be all right. I promise. I know sob, but I just feel so awful. I mean, how am I supposed to face rain? Rain. This is like a Mortal Kombat character. How am I supposed to face Rain after all this? Proctor. Proctor? Like proctologist? Proctor <laughs> said he didn't mean to do it, and I can't even remember it happening, but yeah, I hear what you're saying, sugar. I I can't believe he has the nerve to stick around after using his side powers on you in that way. What's worse? <laughs> <laughs> right don't you already hate it uh, <laughs> dude I, what i know i need now in my life is john john lemming's reading, reading comics. comic books i need that uh, on like audible i gotta finish like this panel i'd subscribe the people are hanging on every word i have to finish this panel <laughs> finish. okay finish. i i can't i i can't believe he has the nerve to stick around after using his psi powers on you in that way what's worse I can't believe we let him. <laughs> this is what I, this is what I said is, I, this is, 
This is what I put east of west down to read. I'm sorry. Dude. I put down one of the most original comic book titles to come along in quite a while so I could read this. <laughs> it's like it's like just taking the worst It's just that worst action movie. Like and then just like putting right instead of hearing the words you're actually having to read them. Okay, I want to show you a picture. But there are times where I wish this could be a video podcast. Um, I, I want to encourage everyone. If you really want to... Take a s- picture of it and we'll put it up on the Yeah, thing. I'll do that. But I want to show you a picture of... Uh, I'm not finding it. Anyway, I'll, I'll show it to you. Um, one of the characters... Um, God, there's, there's like a billion characters in this story. From... He's a member of the New Man. Dude, he... Is it the one on the back that looks like Wolverine? No, he looks like Cable. I mean, like a dead ringer for Cable. <laughs> <laughs> He's even got the glowing one eye. Oh, like Cable. shut up. Yeah. Dude, I'm trying to find a... Oh, yeah, the Deadpool 2 poster dropped uh, not too long ago. Oh, that's right. Okay, here he is. He's got the Cable eye in it. It's pretty yeah, cool. right? That should, that should be fun, hopefully. Yeah, man. Oh, I can't find it, dude. I'll, 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 I'll dude, tweet it. I'll tweet it out. It and I, I want to get, if we can get picture, two pictures up. Okay. One of those is the, of the, of the troll, whatever his name is. Troll. On the back. Troll. And we talked about him last week, but he's, uh, yeah, that's Wolverine. And then <laughs> right. take some, take some good photos uh, well, if, in and out of that book, if, man. If anyone remembers, uh, you know, early image, th- there were just so many of these, here he is. Just rips, man. There just was total rip offs. So many of these books. Um, there you go. Oh, what? Right. Cable. Come on. And then, uh, how many muscles is that guy? Yeah, right. Here we go. Here's an even better shot. Hang on. I took off my glasses like a dummy. Yeah. No, that's cable. Yeah. Uh, and then, it, <laughs> then at some point his, his, one of his eyes glows. Of course it does. Uh, and of course I can't find it when I'm, when I'm looking for it. Everyone's probably like, Oh my gosh, get on with it. But yeah. So this is what I put East of West down to read. That's a shame. I'm it sorry is. to hear that. It is. But no, I, I am uh, finishing East of West, really enjoying that. Uh, and then I have on deck, ready to, to be ordered, uh, Bloodshot Reborn Volume 2. I am, I am going full yeah. force back into Valiant. Dude, uh, join the party, with dude. Passion, it's it's with so passion. good here. All right, tell everyone what you're, what you're reading, and I'll, I'll find this cable picture here that I've been looking <laughs> for. No, I'm, I'm well, um, no surprise here, man. I'm, I'm uh, wrapping up Valiant. Um, wrapping up the, I wrapped up Harbinger War, or no, I wrapped up Harbinger Volume Two. Um, so I just hit Volume Two on everything, and we are at the precipice of Harbinger Wars. I like that word usage. So, precipice. You like that, man? Yeah, dude, it was pretty good. I, I, I like thought it. about it for a minute. Um, but the Harbinger Wars. So, and on Amazon, like I was talking to you about this before the show, I was actually ordering the book. Um, that there are, you know, Bloodshot has. Volume Bloodshot Volume Three is titled Harbinger Wars. Mm-hmm. Harbinger Volume Three is also titled Harbinger Wars, and then there's a Harbinger Wars Volume One. So I just went ahead and ordered Harbinger Wars Volume One. I'm just kind of rolling the dice. I have. I hope my hope is that is that it's a um, it's it's it, it's a it's a co-written story uh, to feature all of these characters simultaneously. Okay, is that the yeah. Cable. Yeah, that's the glowing eye. That's the glowing eye cable. That's cable. not cable. Yeah. 
Ah, good work, Rob. Yeah, I'll tweet that out. Okay, keep going, dude. Um, but yeah, but so it's I have a feel. I hope it's that anyway. So I hope it's it's like just kind of like a co-write story where you see uh, a little bit of a different picture where you see more of a group effort than it is like Harbinger's story versus um versus Bloodshot's story. Like kind of you know you'll see both of their sides mm-hmm. I guess in their in their solo tales, but then the Harbinger Wars Volume One is kind of like them together, and I hope I think it's a collaboration. I don't know. I ordered it. I'm going to roll the dice and just kind of find out when it gets here, but I'm excited. I'm, I'm kind of excited to read roll that. Roll those dice. But <laughs> I don't I, know where that came from. <laughs> I think. You know, I, I just, I've stopped asking questions for the five years. Or no. Yeah. For about the uh, five years we've been friends. Do you just accept it? Yeah, man. I've stopped asking questions. Like it just happens. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels good. I it did. feels good if you just let it go. <laughs> <laughs> I did, uh, but anyway, the um, I talked about this a few weeks ago, and I haven't pulled the trigger on anything yet, just because of you know holiday stepped right in the way and everything else. But um, Valiant has, I think you mentioned it actually. I think it was in, um, I think it was in one of the, it was in the solo show. It was one of the solo shows um, that you did. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could have been the Apology Tour, I think. Could, where it, you talked about it, maybe. Um, but it was the Valiant's uh, Ancient Roman. Yes. Yes. Talk called, about that. Talk about that. Yeah. It's called Britannia. Is what yes, it's called. Britannia. Yes. Britannia. They did a speak, run. Speak on a that. Few, <laughs> speak. Speak. Because dude, that yeah, that looks very that looks very flipping cool, dude. It looks really cool. Um, but they did a run a couple years ago, um, and it was very much like a just a, you know, a limited limited run. They weren't. It wasn't like a huge expanded series. It was just a limited run, and then um, they are re they are rebuilding this, um, or they're they're returning it. I don't I don't think it's going to be a reboot or anything like that. I think it's just a continuation um, of Britannia, and it's called um, who, who, uh, "We Who Are About to Die." Oh, and okay. The okay. the uh, the cover art for that has been has been out for a few weeks now uh, by Carrie uh, Carrie Nord uh, did the art for it. Um, and it looks rad. There's an article, uh, as much as I, um, my personal vendetta against Gizmodo, but, uh, <laughs> there's an article on IO nine that talks about it. And, um, I'll, uh, retweet this out on our Twitter just to kind of get this out there. But, um, friend, uh, friend of the show, uh, Ronnie had, uh, shot this over to me and he's like, Hey man, have you read this? And on my other Twitter account, I'm like, you know, I haven't, uh, no, I haven't, I haven't even heard of this. This is, this looks cool. And he's like, and he told me, he kind of started talking to me on it. He's like, I haven't actually really picked up a comic book ever. He goes, really? But yeah. And he goes, but this is something that I would totally like to maybe start that journey with. Nice, like, dude. I mean, you got to find stuff that's like in your wheelhouse, man. If you don't want to read Superman or Batman mm-hmm. or Flash or, or, or X-Men or whatever, <laughs> more power to you. But if you're picking up some art, some books that, that speak to your like once and what you want to see out of, out of a comic book and out of a, out of a storyline, um, man, more, it's awesome. Cause it's going to be out there. It's out there somewhere. And I'm super happy that Valiant, um, is throwing these things, throwing some of these different comics out there. And I think this is going to be, uh, it was praised last time it was out and looks like it's, you know, it's hitting, it's hitting fans that, uh, haven't even read comics yet. So like my friend Ronnie, who hasn't read a comic, he's, he's going to pick this book up. 
based just based on the fact that it's it's something that speaks to him that's you know? awesome he loves man. history so dude that is so cool that is so cool you yeah. know i think you know that's that's what I, I love about what we do with this show Let, let's pat each other on the back here for a while uh right <laughs> no, no 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 uh no no, no. everyone yeah. everyone agree with how great we are uh with this <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> uh i'm not kidding no it, it's one of the cool things about comic books and, you know, we, we talk a lot about what we enjoy reading in print and, you know, I think, you know, you and I both love a good superhero yarn, right? Oh yeah. Heck yeah, man. That being said, you know, three of the books that I'm enjoying the most right now yep. are not superhero related. Walking yeah. Dead, Black Science and East of West. Yeah. And I, I think there is sometimes this thought that, oh, comic books are just superheroes. And while they are the prevailing story, right, when it in comics, in the independent scene, uh, there is such a rich, uh, without sounding ridiculous, a rich tapestry of really amazing stories that are being told. Yeah, there really is. And that aren't necessarily superhero related. So that's very cool that, you know, Valiant, which, you know, we have hyped repeatedly, is going to be producing a book for someone who's like, I have never thought about picking up a comic book until now. Yeah. Mission accomplished. Dude, mission accomplished. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Absolutely. It's about having the variety, the spice of life, man. Like it, that's, and that's the thing. It's not just uh, like we finally found one, right? Like that's different. Like if you, if you actually just take a few minutes and, and look through dark horse, um, go to dark, dark horse is, is great at this too. They, they produce a lot of storytelling books. Um, but the app, uh, the comiXology app is a great lazy yes. way yes. to just kind of dive into alternative comics. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell you, when they offer, when you see things like free comics being offered, it's never X-Men. It's never Batman. It's never, no. it's never the heavy hitters. It's not Spawn. It's not Savage Dragon. It's none of those. It's always these offshoots it's always these curious stories and and not really a superhero tale they're usually just uh they're just stories and they're they're just drawn you know stories so um if you're super curious and don't want to spend money um i think that's one way to do it is is find a digit there's a you know comiXology i think is an amazon run company so if you're already if you're if you're into amazon already then not not that this is a paid promotion or anything like that, just to make that clear. But, no, 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 <laughs> but an, no. But it's no. an easy way to, uh, but it is like a lot of that stuff is an easy way to kind of dive in. In your local comic shop, man, dare to walk in one of those places and ask, I tell you, if you're going to ask any question of a guy who runs a comic book shop, it's to ask him, what is different? Like what, what comic is different than the rest? Yeah. You will, he, that person behind the counter will be so excited to run over and show you a slew of comics that have nothing to do with superheroes or, or have everything to do with just, it's just different stuff, man. Like there's just so many options, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. it's so hard to know where to start. And, uh, and a lot of times it's just kind of going out there and diving into one, but I know I have a problem with that. Like I, it's so hard for me to just like, it's so easy to say, go to the comics book shop pick up a comic and just start. It's super easy to say that. And I, for me, that's tough to do because I have to, like, I want to know the origin a little bit. I want, I want to, mm-hmm. I need to read why I need to care about this story, this character. 
with with those kinds of people, like get into your store, get into your shops, ask just that question. Hey, give me some off the wall. Like, I don't want to read a superhero comic book. I want to read something based in history. I want to read something just based in the future. I want to read a love story. I want to read an action story, but there doesn't have to be any superheroes in this action story. It's they're there. Like just just go ask, go try to find out. Google is a great resource. Oh yeah, you know absolutely. So, anyway, that's my that's my little comic book rant. Oh, dude, I I couldn't have said it better myself, man. I I really couldn't. It, comic books are a a diverse medium, and Super, while yeah. the the you know King Kong and Godzilla in the comic book world are Marvel and DC, and they're yeah. they're going to they're going to give you a steady diet of superheroes, and and that's great. Yeah, uh, and to your point, there is Dark Horse, Image, uh, IDW, uh, Valiant. Uh, I'm sure I'm missing some other uh, independent publishers. There's in a there lot somewhere. of independent publishers. Dynamite so. Comics. Uh, there, there is a lot of stuff. Whether it's new, whether it's old, right? Uh, you know, I mean, two of the ones that, that spring to my mind are ones that we talked about being our our favorite movies. Is go pick up, you know, the original Crow. From James O'Barr, or yeah. pick up any early Judge Dread, you know, volumes. <laughs> yeah, uh, those those are not your your typical superheroes. In fact, they they probably wouldn't even be categorized as superheroes. Right. Yet you're going to be very entertained and enjoy uh, the content that you're going to find in there. It's exactly being very right. unique and very original. Yeah, exactly absolutely, right. absolutely. Well, man, dude, we covered a lot of bases. A lot of stuff. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. We didn't get to, and I think we need to do this for our next show. I mentioned yeah. a couple weeks ago, well, not a couple weeks ago, last show, uh, looking into a conspiracy that Stan Lee is the watcher. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, so let's yeah. hit on that for our next episode. Let's yeah. give our reasonableness a little bit of uh, time to research that. It's a yeah. fun little conspiracy theory, very similar to the Jar Jar Binks is a Sith Lord <laughs> conspiracy. Don't know if I yeah. fully believe it, but it's really yeah. <laughs> it's really fun. <laughs> it's really fun to talk about. Uh, is Stan yeah. Lee Watu the Watcher? The Watcher. That'd be kind of interesting to find out for mm-hmm. sure. And is he the only link between the cinematic mm. comic book movies that Marvel and Fox of Wink Wink have agreed <laughs> will be the only um, Link, I the guess cr- the cross character, the right? cross character, yeah. So, yeah, very cool, interesting. Yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Well, um, how was uh, how's your new uh, how's your new car, man? Fine. <laughs> Didn't you get a new Scion? Uh, well, new ish. Scion Scion doesn't exist anymore. Toyota folded up the Scion brand in 2015. Well, the yeah, one that I, I have was is just a, about a couple years ago. Yeah, the one I have is a is a well, you know, I had a 2008 that got crunched. Uh, the I know. yeah, right. Uh, the the and I and that was my favorite car. I loved it. Uh, I do have a 2013 XB that nice. I that I'm learning to love. <laughs> the new wife is <laughs> new wife isn't as good as the old wife. <laughs> Having to make new memories and yeah, share new things. With yeah. Them. Yeah, it's still yeah right. I, I haven't I haven't really asked you about that. I did. I know, uh, you know, when it's been a it's been a tough. Uh, it was a tough topic there for a minute, so. Uh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think yeah. and we never talked about it on our show. I think you, you kind of went through it a little bit with Rex, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. We had some fun with the title and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen to saucy riffs and tasty legs if you want to. Yeah. 
everybody. That's a, it, that, that'd be the full bore. That'd be the full bore version. Bore is probably the right word to use for that. <laughs> no, dude. Everyone. That was such a, it was such everyone feels yeah, sorry I, for I, me. You know. No, <laughs> no you're fine. Uh, anyway, yeah. Speaking of times, new, speaking of new cars, you finally got your your dream car. A little bit, right? Yeah, Te- man. Texas no, I'm, man I'm, driving his driving a Ford truck. Well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's been a, you know, it's been since 2004. Dude, that Mazda Protégé you were driving was a beater. Dude, it still runs, man. Like, it's so hard to complain about that car. But it's a beater. Oh, it's such a beater. Doesn't it have a money (laughs) slot that you just slide money into and it just like... It's a nickel and dimer, isn't it? Not really, man. No? It's not really... Yeah, uh, it's it's got low self-esteem for sure. But it's a beater. But that, that car, like, that car has been, not, that, that car's been ridden hard, man. I did not care about how I treated that thing, and it just kind of it kept coming back. <laughs> it just kept coming back, dude. Just giving it the it, business. It's just like you need to go to work again. I'll take you. <laughs> Let's do this. You need to get back home. I'll stay running. <laughs> I got <gotcha. laughs> you. Be my friend. No. That's okay. I'll pick you up tomorrow. But you got you got yourself a shiny red Ford pick 'em up truck, dude. I did, man. And it's uh, it's been a, it's been, man. I can't. I it's it's so weird because um, to have to have power anything in a car is so beyond me by this point. But did that Mazda not have like power windows and nothing? Power oh god, so it was all manual. You had to stick a, you had to stick a battery in the radio. Like what? <laughs> just no. You didn't have to stick a battery in the radio. <laughs> I'm like over there just going through double A's. Like just <laughs> <sighs> so good for the environment. <laughs> just stuffing batteries in the radio. Nah, dude. I mean, it just didn't have the power. It was a, it was the old college car, and um, I tell you, the uh, it it ran. It has run quite a few miles for me, and you know swap out the oil in it, swap out the tires occasionally, do the brakes and I don't know. Like it was it it kept going and it's still going now, but uh it was time to um I needed yeah, for the drive that I have now and for for Lauren's car, it's her car starting to age, show its age and it's in the shop right now too, so that's a lot of fun. So she gets the protege. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm handing that one down to her. Here you go, good, bae. You're a good man. Uh you know, I take care of my wife. <laughs> So we just wanted to take the load off of hers, you know, and so finally, uh, we'll, we'll use mine for, for all the road trips that we do and everything else. So nice. Nice. Well, dude, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for you. I know you've been, uh, you've been wanting a truck. A long time. Yeah. You've been wanting a truck for a while and, and you've got your, you got your Ford, Ford Get pickup truck, a Ford pickup found on the road, dead <laughs> Ford a repaired daily Ford Chevy. <laughs> I just buy Japanese, man. I don't worry about all that. <laughs> Not a concern. I don't worry about steel bed frames and aluminum bed frames and dropping bricks in them. That's like dude, those be, commercials are so weird. Dude, they've been doing commercials like that since I was a kid, dude. I remember watching. Yeah. I remember seeing commercials of like you know. I, I can't remember which one it was. It was either Ford or Chevy, but like <laughs> driving up a mountain of like cement bricks. And it's like, who does oh, this? <laughs> well, look what you could look like, what you can your, do. Look, is that you're convinced? Like, okay, honey, I need a new truck, but just to show you that it can do stuff, 
here it is driving up some cement blocks. Yeah, you can probably find lot. you can probably find that commercial on YouTube. And you oh, know they're like, always driving up something. Oh yeah, they're always driving yeah, up a mountain. Just, You're scaling Everest. Yeah, like, you don't need a Sherpa if you've got a Ford. No, no. But like, yeah, you just get your Ford over there and get it up. The I just remember we'll as a kid, man, watching this commercial. These you know like 1980 trucks just barreling up <laughs> mountains of cement bricks. And again, just wondering, like, why, why is, why are we getting all excited over this? <laughs> eight, eight miles a gallon and loving it. <laughs> I know, Run, running off regular gasoline, regular leaded, like a real man. <laughs> no ethanol in my gas. Not for me, you communists. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've wondered if you're if you're still driving a vehicle that ran on regular gas. What do you huh. put in it? Because that's gone. Yeah, it's all. I'm, it's I'm all really showing my age. I'm really showing my age here. There used to be a time, really Ryan. Yeah. Where you, on. yeah, where you had regular, unleaded, and premium gas. And oh, because unleaded had what the ten percent had no well, had no lead in it. Regular, well, yeah, but regular it had, had regular. No, not not at first. Oh, and okay. regular yeah, had yeah. had lead. <laughs> lead just had lead in it. Yeah. And so, you couldn't put unleaded gas in. Oh, in, not in if you wanted your car to run. <laughs> it wouldn't. It wouldn't start because the engine oh, needed the lead. That's man. Yeah. I so I. So I've often that. wondered. I mean, if you've got like you know uh, a car from from that time frame, I have heard. I have heard though that you can put super unleaded into a car that used regular okay. because of the higher octane and the lead substitutes. That are in there. Oh, interesting. All right. But I don't know. I don't know. I, it seems like to me you'd have to retrofit and right? Because you can't buy regular gasoline anymore. It, <laughs> I haven't been able to buy that since like the 80s. Dude, this car's well, just belching place- black smoke. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I've seen um, is when we go and visit Lauren's parents. Uh, they are in Lake Charles, Louisiana, or actually more Westlake, if you know where that's at. Um, but no. it, it is just, it, I mean the, the entrance, yeah, no one knows, but <laughs> the entrance, <laughs> the entrance to the town off the freeway is on a sign. It says, welcome to Westlake. That's what it says. But the, it's not like built on like, like a regular like sign frame. The sign is mounted to the pipelines that are running over the road. Because it's right next to an oil refinery. Oh, like it's just refinery town. Oh, okay. And there's a dolphin called Pinky in this Lake Charles. It's in, in the lake. It is an albino dolphin because there's so much garbage in this lake that it has turned this dolphin albino. And it's white and it's alive. It's alive. Yeah. It's a pink dolphin. And you, you've seen it. I've seen it. Will it swim up to people? Yeah. It's like a tourist attraction, man. And it's but like, anyway, and it's mutated it's, from all the crap in the water. Oh yeah. Like it's just, it's just rivers of cancer oh, is really what it is. Wonderful. And, and so, yeah, like everyone there is sick and, but like when you're driving <laughs> including in, the dolphin, <laughs> including the dolphin clearly, but when you're driving in, there's this Conoco station. And it's like got in real big, bold letters, all American gas, no ethanol. It's just God like, bless America. Just American gas. <laughs> Good grief. 
Oh, oh man. Yeah, right. Well, let's, end, let's end on that. Yeah, what the it. heck just happened there? All American All right. gas. <laughs> communist, this is reasonable. Communist <laughs> dogs. <laughs> Take your ethanol, comrade. <laughs> Stupid. All right. Thanks, man. Yeah, you're That's welcome. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> this is reasonable, fanboys. My name is Ryan. I'm John. I don't know where we just went. <laughs> Have a good one.